Amen. Praise God. Praise God. This is Pastor Derek Fletcher here on today. Today is the 31st of January, 2021. Amen. A month is about to end. We're going into a new month. Pastor Derek Fletcher here with yes and amen on today. God is good. No matter what I see before me, I must fight the good fight of faith. Amen. No matter what I see before me, amen, the word of God, amen, thy words were good and I did eat them. Amen. When I ate and feasted upon the word of the Lord, his word is like marrow to the bone. Hallelujah. Marrow to the bone and nourishment to the blood system. Amen. Uh, fortifying that. Amen. As the deer panted by the brook. Amen. So the word of God and so his spirit is a light unto our Amen. His word is a light into our pathway. And so on today, we want to pray really quick. Um, I'm starting a men's prayer line exclusively for men. Amen. We need we need more strong men of God, men that are kingdom men. Amen. Men that that are, you know, these are tough times, challenging times. And so um you know, message me if you want to be a part of it through uh, whichever uh, platform. <clears throat> Amen. Um, yeah, reach out to me uh, through Facebook or, or uh, Periscope. <clears throat> and uh, we want men of God to come together to pray. Amen. Strategically to pray. Um, I am a part of at least three other prayer groups. And uh, men are a rarity on those prayer groups, mostly women, you know, men come and go. But there's something that happens when men that are in authority and understand their place and position relative to the kingdom of God. And so anyway, let's pray. I wanted to share that really quick. And and so we'll be starting on next Friday. I I had a list of over 22 men and, and contacted them and. Uh, requested that they take part. And so I'm going to be either through the prayer conference line or through Zoom. Haven't really solidified that part of it yet. Uh, We want to go before uh, God with prayer. And the way that I set up prayer lines is a a community prayer where uh, uh, in secession, if you feel led to pray, you pray. Amen. And, and, And so um, we just want to move forward with that. And uh, let's go ahead and pray and, and talk about the word on today, pursue and recover all. First uh, Samuel 30 and 8. And so, Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your hedge, your protection. We thank you that you have given us everything that pertained to life and godliness. We thank you that a hedge of protection is set about us, amen. And so we pray against sickness and disease. We pray against pestilence, amen. We declare that the blood of Jesus is upon us. We declare that by Jesus' stripes, 
over 2000 years ago that we are healed, amen, from sickness and disease. As we are in public, we observe uh, the, the, the mandates and laws to wear a mask, but we know, Father God, that you are the one that sets the hedge of protection about us, amen, that no sickness and disease shall come against us. So we bind up, amen, uh, uh, Satan, the Lord God, uh, binds you and, and pushes you aside, hallelujah. We speak that, we release that into the airways, hallelujah, that by the name of Jesus, amen, that, that uh, every pathway that is blocked, that by the name of Jesus, every pathway that is open, that you have set us up uh, uh, one relationship uh, away from our success, amen, that all the resource that we have in need is released in heaven and released on the earthly realm. And so we walk, amen, and, and, and as our soul prosper and as we are kingdom dwellers, amen, uh, uh, we prosper here upon the earth that no sickness and disease shall have dominion and authority over us, but that we walk in divine health and, and, and divine status, that we are rulers, amen, here upon the earth as in heaven. Glory to God. We are the chief priests of our household and of our destiny as men of God and as women of God. Hallelujah. And that we declare and decree Amen, that the will of God be formed within us. And we thank you for the word on today. We thank you for the miracle move and the manifestation of your spirit within us. Amen, so that we can operate on the earth as in heaven. Hallelujah. You have given us, Father, everything that pertains to life and godliness. Hallelujah. And then you set us up and you said that we are to choose. So we choose life. We choose the life within your spirit. Hallelujah. And we thank you and we receive of the fullness of you in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. On today, we want to share a few scriptures here. Um, I've got a few things here written down. Amen. About fighting the good fight of faith. I want to read those, but we want to look at David and, and what prompted him to pursue and recover all. We want to compare and contrast him to a degree uh, with uh, the the content and character of, of other leaders, amen, that did things different. And so let's go ahead and move quickly into this. In 1 Samuel 30 and 8, it says, And David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this truth? A question. He asked God a question. And then shall I overtake them? Second question. And he answered him. God answered back. He said, pursue uh, for thou shalt surely overtake them. You're going to overtake them. And without fail, without fail, recover all. There is no failure in God. When you ask him and you're sincere, he's faithful and just. Amen. And so um, uh, there's some sidebar scriptures, which are New Testament. I, I want to read them really quick. And one is First uh, Timothy 6 and 12. It says, fight the good fight of faith. Lay a hold on eternal life. And so when you're fighting the good fight of faith, 
um, how will you lay a hold of eternal life? Is, is, is your faith prospect uh, uh, on the fact that Christ uh, has made us free from uh, uh, death, hell, and the grave? Is your fight predicated upon what other men or women say? What is the basis? Amen. And so the eternal life that we have is through Christ Jesus. It's not a, another pathway or a different pathway. It says, whereunto thou art also called. There is a calling. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. And so those that worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen. So God calls us, amen, from the spiritual aspect. And when he calls us, we have um, a body, we have a soulish part, and we have a spirit. He calls out and it gets the intention of the spirit man. Well, the soulish man weighs uh, the physical with the spirit and a deterministic outcome based on faith is gain. And so we'll look at that when we go back and we look at uh, 1 Samuel 30 and 8, where, where David inquired of the Lord. Amen. And and, and it's, a, it's a mystery, uh, but he had relationship with God. He had relationship with God. So he, he understood the character of God. He understood the form and, and fashion of praise and worship. David could get a prayer through. Not only could he get a prayer through, but he understood that as he uh, was praying, amen, that God was going to answer him back. Amen. So he pursued, he pursued, and he went into a position of prayer. He went pop prostrate before the Lord God as a matter of speaking. He suffered and surrendered his time. And at the moment, amen, uh, the threat of death, amen, he went to the secret place of the most high God. He laid aside the weight and the, the present uh, speaking against him. Amen. We see in the news media how the news media represents uh, uh, the threat of death, the, the threat of sickness and disease, and, and the threat of, of unequal uh, outcomes uh, and threats against the government. Well, David laid all that aside and he went, amen, to his prayer closet. He went to the secret place of God. He laid aside every weight and everything that was easily besetting or, or could have beset him. Amen. And then in Second Timothy, oh, let me, okay, let's go back. And it says, has professed, amen, a good profession before many witnesses. So this is First uh, Timothy 6 and 12, fighting the good fight of faith. Amen. So there's eyes that are upon you on the earthly realm. Eyes from heaven, recording, and then there's eyes on the earthly realm that are watching you and watching your profession, watching what you say and accounting towards you. I thought they were a man or woman of God. I thought this or that about them. And so in Second Timothy 4 and 7, it says, "I and this is Paul talking, amen, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith, amen. And, and so these come about, amen, fighting the good fight. And so when we see here, 1 Samuel 38, we see David from the standpoint, he's no longer a shepherd boy, so to speak but he understood the form and fashion of praise and worship. He understood about being in the back 40 with the sheep, 
and he understood about the hedge of protection. He understood about when one sheep, amen, went astray, the other sheep, he left the 99 to go get that 100. So he understood the fact basis of the Lord is my shepherd. He understood that the hedge of protection around about him, amen, was that of God. He understood that the anointing power of God. So he was there singing song in him. He knew how to get a praise through. He knew how to worship the God of his salvation. He knew about the Lord is my shepherd. He understood about protection because he protected the sheep. Amen. From the lion and from the bears. He understood. And so we he, see here, amen, in the context of 1 Samuel uh, 30 and 8, amen. We see him in a position prostrate before God. We see him now as a chief cover, as a priest, if you will, amen, before God, amen. So he he toggled, he went from the warrior stance. And in this case, in context, he was a warrior, amen. He was a leader among men. He was charged with 600 men, glory to God. And so when we look at the case of a warrior of fighting the good fight, he understood when he confronted Goliath, he understood Amen. The faithfulness of God. He understood the anointing power of God. And so when he arrived on the scene and his brothers were warrior dressed, he didn't need that because he had already prepared himself. He had already spent time on the back 40. So he knew the rule and the law of, of order of worship. He knew how to get a prayer through. And he understood that this filthy uh, uh, tall giant was speaking against the anointing of God. And he said, who is this uh, uh, swine? Who is this field that is speaking and coming against the anointing of God? And so we see David here, a man in the position. There's men uh, that has depended on him and, and by faith they followed him, amen. And so David, his back was against the wall, Amen. They wanted to stone and to kill him. Glory to God. And, and so he had to go in. Amen. And it says here uh, that in Samuel, first Samuel 30 and 8, and David inquired of the Lord saying, shall I go pursue after this truth? Amen. I know I read this already. And shall I overtake them? And he said, uh, he answered him, pursue for thou shalt surely overtake them and without fail recover all. And so I want to um, backtrack on this uh, to take out of a few things. And so um, comparing him with the mindset of Saul, he was uh, the anointed choice of God. Amen. So David, when uh, the prophet uh, confronted Samuel, and and this was a big difference. Amen. When Sam was it Samuel? Yeah. When he confronted, Amen. Uh, the 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 Saul, King Saul, about sacrificing. Amen. When God gave him instructions to kill everything, he said, "Man, what are you doing?" 
Um, and he told me, he said, man, I was afraid for the people. I was afraid of what they might think. So that's why I'm up here sacrificing. And so obedience to God is much better than to sacrifice. Amen. And so David, paralleling, he understood that in order to pursue, he had to go before God in prayer. He didn't worry about the threat of death from his people. He didn't worry about uh, uh, the subjection and the objection of the people that he was in leadership over. Amen. And so, but David did. And so as a leader in a spot and in a position, you cannot let the opinions and the threats of others overtake you. And so David knew and he understood that he had to step from the mode of warrior into the mode of priest. Amen. And so he will get to that in a minute. Glory to God. What are some of the elements that helped him to understand, amen, that the Lord was a shepherd? Why did he not just fold to the, the, the general populace that says, man, we've lost all. Man, the, we have been out on patrol with you. And, and, and these people have come in and they've taken our daughters, our sons and our wives and all of our stuff, man. We just want to kill you. We want to stone you. And so why did David have to go and consult with God? Well, he understood the order of God. He understood the higher echelon and the lower echelon. He understood uh, uh, the source that every problem and that every issue still stems from a, a, a spiritual enactment or a spiritual movement. That's why he could say that the Lord is my shepherd. And so when we look here in Samuel, 1 Samuel 30, amen, I just want to backtrack and read some more things leading up to this, amen. What led him up to this and what inspired him to go talk to Abiathar and say, man, I need that ephod. I need to get uh, uh, from the priest role into the role of, of, of chief priest. I need to take on that role and go before God in prayer and consult with him about the very desire of what men are saying, but what you want me to do. In this day and time, we have news media. We have people talking in the background as sounding symbols. We have people that are angry against you. Amen. But whose report are you going to believe? How are you going to render yourself as servant to the one that has made you? The one who has downcoded and encoded into you the OEM uh, specifications of who you are. Amen. Um, so we look at Saul. Saul wasn't sure about who he was. Amen. He had an ear for what the people said, and he let that motivate him and direct him. Well, I'm here to tell you, as you are a leader over men and women, and as you are a man over a household of leadership, you are to go before God and put on the role of chief priest. Hallelujah. You are a king and ruler. Amen. But you need to go before God to pray out before him to get the latent active word of instruction, just as David did in First Samuel 30 and 8. He knew that his success was predicated 
on his position before God. And so he had to go and lay aside the weight and the threat of stuff being missing. Amen. He had to, two, both of his wives had been taken. And so all of their material assets was stripped away. And at the threat of death, amen, how many of you know that you can't at the threat of death and taking of your material assets, amen, the thing that you need to hear is the voice of God, amen. So he went in, he translated himself from the physical and he touched down into the things of God from his spirit, man, amen, and to retrieve the command and the instruction set of God, amen. So he received prophetic information. He received prophetic direction from God. And so let's look at this, amen. In 1 Samuel 30 and 1, it says, and it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziglag on the third day, amen. So they had been out, amen, that the Amalekites, Amen. Had invaded the south and Ziglag and smitten Ziglag and burned it with fire. Amen. So imagine you're out fighting a good fight from the physical aspect, and now you come back and 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 uh, the place is burned down. Hallelujah. Now your natural mind is playing tricks on you. Amen. So there is a spiritual aspect that you must tap into, no matter what the natural eye is seeing. And so it says here, and it had taken the women captives, amen, that were therein. They slew not any. So no one was killed, either great nor small, amen, but carried away, amen, and went on their way. So they swooped in, they burned everything and took everything out. Amen. A a swift engagement. And so now the the uh, men are looking to David. Amen. And so David and his men came to the city and behold, it was burned with fire. Their wives, amen, their sons, their daughters was taken away. <laughs> All of their tangible information that they value and their children, their wives, everything was gone. Lottie Dottie, everybody, and, and was sacked and burned. Just imagine, if you will, you are fighting battles and you're under the leadership of David and you come back and all your stuff is gone. Hallelujah. And then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept, amen, until they had no more power to weep. Just imagine, if you will, you're in the midnight hour, you're in the position of David, amen, all of your material assets have been threatened and have been uh, taken away, your wife, your, your children, amen, your house is burned down, Hallelujah. And you have arrived and you have cried out late in the midnight hour and over into the day. You have wept and cried until your ear ducts are dry and there's nothing. And, and you're just weeping and moaning. Amen. And says they had no more power to weep. And you cried out. There's nothing else you can do. You just went into a murmuring stutter. And it says here, then David, amen. David's two wives were taken captives. Amen. And, and now, Hallelujah, uh, uh, Emma, no man, uh, the Jezreelite and Abigail, 
amen, the wife of Nabal, the Cana, the Carmelite. And so now, amen, you are distressed with and through the test. Your physical being is exhausted. You've been off fighting and you've been off on patrol, trusting that uh, your domicile, the place where you live and everything was in order. Well, David was greatly distressed, amen. And to add that on to it, amen, uh, the insurance company is telling you, we don't know, uh, uh, the police is telling you, we're not sure, hallelujah. You you have the threat of, of, of being outed, hallelujah. And you're in a distressful situation, hallelujah. And so now, uh, because of that, the people spake of stoning him. Now, people saying, look, man, we have fallen up under your leadership and all of our stuff is gone. We want to take you out. We want to stone you. We want to kill you. So everything is against your back right now. Hallelujah. You are distressed. Amen. You have burned the midnight oil and you have cried out. You have prayed out. You have shouted out. And there's nothing else left but to hear all the stuff that people are saying. And they then they let you know, we want to come and, and get at you. We want you uh, because because of you. Amen. Because the soul of the people, they were greatly grieved. But David didn't uh, lean to his own understanding. Hallelujah. <laughs> and everything that he did and saw, he acknowledged God. And so he counted on God. Hallelujah. And so he understood the art and the order and the echelon of chain of command in the spiritual realm as well as the physical realm. Hallelujah, because the soul of the people will grieve every man for his son and his daughter. But David had to encourage himself in the Lord. Sometimes you have to get with yourself and, and, and issue out and exalt the name of the Lord and encourage yourself. Hallelujah. And from that encouragement, you will gleam and, and grab forth understanding in the things of God. He had to go, amen, and, and get encouragement from himself. He had to tell himself that he was the servant of the Most High. He had to tell himself that for God I live and for God I die. He had to tell himself that it is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the progenitor of my very being. He had to go and tell himself that the God I serve has a cattle on a thousand hills and that the God I serve is the ancient of days. He is the fairest judge of all times. Amen. He had to lift himself up out of what the things that were happening and relative to the order of what man and the distress would try to put on you. Have you ever been in a spot where you had to deal with the news media and the present tone of your household, amen, and you found yourself that your back was against the wall, but yet by the grace of God, yet by, hallelujah, his word, he said that I will never leave you nor forsake you, amen, and you had to go and you had to fight the good fight of faith. You had to lay hold of eternal life. You had to profess that in God I will live and in God will I die. 
you had to tell yourself, God, open up my eyes of understanding to help me to know and see and direct me and guide me in this situation and what it is that I need to do. David needed to hear from God. He needed to hear that he, from the source, that he was victorious in everything that he needed to do. And so David encouraged himself. And so he understood, amen. He, uh, David said to Abiathar, the chief, the priest, amen. He understood the Amalekites Son, amen. I pray thee, bring me hither the ephod. And Abiatha brought thither the ephod, amen, to David. So David had to go into a spot to encourage himself. He had to hear from God and, and, and get an inkling to carry forward. And so he switched, he toggled a man into a realm of spiritual movement. He went from being a priest ruler into the realm of priests. He asked for the ephod. He asked a man for the for the, the garment that the chief priest, a man, has to wear. He asked the priest, he inquired, amen. And so he knew that at that point and at that time, he had to set himself apart. He had to go uh, and, and take the right position into the secret place of God. He had to lay aside the weights of all that was concerning him and then all that was concerning the people to kill him. Glory to God. He didn't just stop and say, you know what, people, just because of you, I'm going to do it. He knew that his success leaned on, his success was predicated on the thing that God would carry out and the further instruction. So he had to go in to the prayer closet. He had to go in and to render out with moans, utterance, and, 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 and words that cannot be understood by the physical. He had to be the intermediary between, hallelujah, the people and God. He had to present the case of requests before God, hallelujah, and he went in. Amen. And he inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I go after the bandits? Hallelujah. Shall I overtake them? And God answered back. The thing about that role and being an intermediary on the behalf of your material assets, on the behalf of the things, amen, God has set before us blessings and curses. And he tells us to make a choice and to choose not only that, amen, God has done everything that he is going to do relative to the creation. Hallelujah. He set up the day and the night calendar. Hallelujah. He has set your birth date and when you would be born and all the tools that you have on the inside. And so as a good father, hallelujah, God knows what we have need of before we ask. Amen. But he wants us to ask because it is his good pleasure to deliver and to respond. And when we ask, we ought to wait and hear what he has to say. And so God had placed some things down on the inside of David as a leader, as a king, as a priest, as one 
uh, understanding the oracles of God in the office of prophet. And so he toggled into the position of chief priest intermediary before uh, the people in, in the eyes of God. And so he heard from God, when you go into the secret place of the most high God, hallelujah, and, and you will hear his oracles, you will hear the truth and essence of his word. And so God answered him back and said, pursue, amen, for thou shalt surely overtake them and without fail, there is no failure in the instruction set of God. That's why by faith we are to receive of his goodness, we are to receive of his mercy, and we are to activate and move upon what God is saying. And so God told him, pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them. Not only that, he said, and without fail, recover all. Amen. So David had 600 men. Amen. But he only took 400 men. Hallelujah. And yet on the way, they found uh, the trail of the bandits. And there was an Egyptian, I believe it was, or was it Ethiopian? It was an Egyptian that was captive in the band that sacked them. He received all the instruction from that Egyptian on where they were at and what the, the next plan was. How many of you know that he will make your enemy your footstool? So what am I saying here? Glory to God. Sometimes the role that you're in as, as king or queen or ruler over your situation warrants that you go into the secret place of the most high. It warrants that you lay aside the threat of death, the threat of COVID, uh, the threat of, of government seats crumbling, uh, the threat of, of men or women taking your net assets or your, your stuff. It warrants you to go into the prayer closet of God and to ask for his guidance, whether you are to pursue all Amen. Pursue and recover all. Hallelujah. For God is not a man that he should lie, but he watches over his word to perform it. Glory to God. And so David went and he took 400 men and he recovered all because he heard the voice of God. He had to encourage himself. Amen. In lieu of the threat of death from the men stoning him. And when he encouraged himself, hallelujah. And, and I always say, how did David know to go and get the ephod? How did he know and even understand, hallelujah, to do that? Well, I'm here to tell you, David took time and he had relationship with God. Those that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. Amen. So we are to listen to God and, and understand the character of who he is as it relates to us and what he needs us to do. And so David understood that. And when he heard from God, he executed without wavering. He executed and he walked in the favor of God. Amen. That's the word on today. Amen pursue and recover all. God bless you on today. Amen. And stand in the things of God. Amen. Fight the good fight of faith. Glory to God. We thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm.